Welcome one and all to the inaugural episode of Around the Bonfire, your source of honest gamer opinions and discussions. So, you've arrived at the bonfire, you've waded through the dark to the nearest source of light and warmth. So what are we going to talk about? So what are you going to talk about? What are I going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a variety of subjects, we're going to kick things off with a triple hitter. It's not going to be the normal format, but... As a special New Year's treat for everyone, here we go. We're going to have three. three. We don't have a budget for that. Hell yeah, we do. I didn't approve this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to talk on three topics. I quit. This whole project's over. I'm gone. (laughs) Okay, so uh, we're going to recruit a replacement. Yeah, we'll get some of that. Something (laughs) we can actually put in the work. Uh, Right, what are we going to talk about to get things going? Maybe these juicy topics will lure him back. Alright, so we'll, we'll, we'll start off with something that's fresh on everyone's lips at the moment. This next generation of gaming. Gonna go from PS4, Xbox One, maybe PC. Well, you never know which way are we gonna go with that. Who knows? Does the way you get mentioned? Uh, it's not, not really. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not next gen, is it really? No, it's a glorified um, current gen console. Which, is, that's okay in its own right, but yeah. it's not really... On the table for discussion. Uh, no, but, but going back to next gen, what definitely is next gen is Metal Gear Solid Five, and that's going to be the root of our other discussion. In as much as their release model, uh, they're releasing Ground Zeroes ahead of the main game Phantom Pain. Um, that sort of lends itself to all kinds of discussions about DLC and how you release your games. So we're going to tackle that. DLC is a main subject, using Metal Gear Five as a jump-off point, and probably getting into like micro. Microtransactions, unavoidable, and everything around the DLC debate. Basically, what's good about it? What's bad about it? What yeah. falls somewhere in the middle, and where will we agree and disagree? Um, but the the third subject is one that's very close to my own heart, um, and we're going to discuss Resident Evil, but most specifically uh, the concept of old versus new and the old type of Resident Evil games compared to the new Resident Evil games, from which we mean sort of Resident Evil Four onwards. <laughs> when the series very much reinvented itself. Um, And what's better? And what's the right direction for the series going forwards? And we're coming up to be the 18th year anniversary of Resident Evil. I think it's a a good good enough time to give them our opinion. Then it makes you feel old. That makes me feel very old. (laughs) (laughs) We are old, damn it. But who cares? We've got things to say. I want to get done saying them. Grumpy old men with things to say. Let the bonfire begin. Let it begin. We are. Gather the kindle, prepare the stones, and take your place around the bonfire. I think, I think the main thing is to see if anyone's going to get next gen. If anyone's actually get next gen plans. Um, have any of us bought next gen consoles already? Is a good way to start it. Because obviously people don't. We're going to say no. So none of us have got next gen consoles. None of us had. Plans. I guess I was the closest because I so you were my pre-order last. Yeah, just um, a week or two before. Yeah, and that was only really because. Well, so so for the benefit of those listening, then, like, why did you cancel your pre-order? It was. Dual reasons, I guess. Um, one was the sort of negative videos coming out of, oh shit, my PlayStation 4 has a yellow light, or <laughs> oh, it's, make, yeah, it's making too much noise, and blah blah blah. People talking about over There was some in depth stuff. I saw um, uh, videos and screenshots of people who had used uh, forward looking infrared cameras to see how much heat the console was generating. Yeah, I saw that video as well. So you had like. 
and they did a side by side comparison of showing an Xbox One next to a PlayStation and how much heat they were generating. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And basically, the PlayStation had more heat. But it's a difficult one to do because PlayStation, I'm guessing it's the case of PlayStation 4, has a long standing history of, of including a lot of the hardware inside it, which is why you don't get a 360-esque monolith of an AC adapter. Yeah. Because it's inside the machine. Um, and all you get coming out is a simple cable. Um, and that's going to generate a lot of heat. You know, like AC adapters create heat. Now, Xbox does tend to do an external AC adapter. So when they did the forward-looking infrared, um, the PS4 was sort of hot all over, whereas the Xbox One had white hot around the disc. You could literally see the outline mm. of a disc, and it was mm. white hot. So you're like, okay, it's, it's generating similar speeds. If they put the AC inside the Xbox One, you'd probably be looking at a similar picture. That said, it was an issue for me. I was like, this is the, this is the kind of thing they refine further down the line. Mm. Um, it's the same reason you can get like a PS2, which had a big-ass fan at the back of it, and then the slimline PS2, which had no conceivable space for a fan, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it ran perfectly well and mm-hmm. made no noise whatsoever, just disc reading noise. And you're like, okay, they've obviously found a way to make the components run cooler. Great. Um, so that was the reason... But probably the main kicker is I can deal with the potential of a bricked console. I can just exchange it if there is a game I really, really want to play. That's the issue, I think. Yeah. And there's nothing. There's nothing. The launch titles are terrible. Let's be honest. Like they haven't. There's been no collusion, I think, with developers to say we're getting ready to put these platforms out. Let's get something special. To mm-hmm. shift these machines, the only, the only two games they have, sorry to cut, the only two games they have is Killzone and Dead Rising Three. Yeah, that I can't buy on my current generation consoles. Well, it's in one of the racing games, but um, racing games. Oh, for, wait, is it the okay. is there a Forza? Is there a Forza? I think there's a Forza. Forza yeah. on Xbox. Yeah, uh, is it, isn't that on 360 as well? Though, or is it just on one? I don't know if that's a dual. Think it's just on the Xbox. Is it just one. on one? See that? Forza is just even so, like racing games. I don't know whether they're a niche genre, but I know like they don't. It doesn't appeal to me at all. I don't know whether it appeals to any of you. Guys. I play races. I enjoy races. I can okay. sit down and like because I like cars, not to an extreme extent, mm. but I I enjoy driving a car and I enjoy looking at a car and I enjoy that. I enjoy modifying like literally anything, mm. which is why I love FTL because I could modify. Well, I couldn't really modify the ship, but I can modify where people go in the ship, and I can I, I can get into detail about yeah, it. Like micromanaging. Yeah, I enjoy that whole micromanagement. I think that's cool. And if I can change the transmission and it will adjust this part of the car, and I can actually see that translated on the track, then that's cool for me. But at the same time, I wouldn't buy a console to play a racing game because it's going to have the same mechanics, realistically. The graphics are going to look nice, so the weather transition might be a bit smoother and, and more fluid. And, um, and 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 integrated into this, like you could be driving, and all of a sudden it starts raining. But they've been doing that. Like there's nothing new to come to it. But but then it's the same thing you were saying, Drew. I think it comes down to that point of what are games consoles about now? And, I, and I, it's like I was saying earlier. Now it seems to be all about convergence. Yeah. It's not about actual content. It's not about what what can you play on this console. Because if it was about that, then I'd. I'd be buying one if, yeah. if Metal Gear came out if Infamous Second Son even though that's Infamous again like I looked at a video for it and I was like hold on this is just Infamous with a new character 
I'll go into infamous and my irritation of infamous in a second, but like, <laughs> but, that, yeah, but it's it's all about now convergence. This this console, like the whole selling point for the Xbox One, you can watch TV for your console. Yeah. You can share information on your console. You can do this. You can do that. So, well, who cares? Can what, I play games? On yeah. The what, <laughs> what games can I play on my? I'm spending four hundred and something quid. What am I gonna play with this? If I'm not gonna play something outstanding, like outstanding and 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 astonishing, and I'm not spending four hundred and thirty quid or three hundred. 50 quid to buy the console to me it just defeats the purpose mm-hmm. like there was a, there was something I heard some guy say on another um, video I was watching on YouTube and he and what did he say he said oh when I bought the Playstation 4 I had intentions of going back to the PS3 and playing games on the PS3 um, play some more GTA Online and so on and so forth and then he said but um, when I got my PS4 and I played my PS4 I thought I can never go back to my PS3 and then he said I thought well what what utter tripe are you talking about? Are you trying to say to me, when you got your PS3, you never touched your PS2 or your GameCube again? You never played no. on your Xbox again? Like, that's ridiculous. Stupidity. That's like saying, I'd rather play a better-looking bad game. Yeah. Really so good. Does he mean by that, like, Killzone is, like, so much better than Grand Theft Auto Five that he just can't comprehend yeah, he playing can't, GTA he can't anymore. think of going back. Like, if it's he, a mind. It's a self-justification. Yeah. Honest, of course. Like, he wants to verify why he spent 350 I was right to spend that money... Yeah. Because and now I'll never go back. Yeah, yeah. I think that's bull crap. Everyone I know that that's on my PlayStation's friend list that has a PlayStation Four. I've seen them playing Assassin's Creed, literally Assassin's Creed and FIFA, and then a few days later they're not online for ages, and then they pop back on the PlayStation Three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's there's nothing else to play. Uh, yeah. and it, that, that's the, that's the problem. I knew if I bought a PlayStation Four. Or an Xbox One. I keep saying PlayStation because I'm not really getting an Xbox One. I've yeah. just written that. Well, I, I want to I want to tackle that right now actually because it's time for some real talk for the benefit of those who don't know what we know. Every single one of us discounted an Xbox One, yeah. like fairly early on mm-hmm. in the press releases. Why is that? Let's explore that and why that was such an obvious decision to make to us because I mean Xbox One is going to do well that's the thing yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, it will sell we'll sell all those units already the Xbox fan base is sturdy you know they, they mm-hmm. really get behind the machine uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists who say that the negative reviews that came out for PS4 a great deal of those were generated by Xbox fan community but in this room right here there isn't a single person who would buy an Xbox One over a PlayStation 4 why is that now, after the dust has settled and all the uh, hyperbole has gone? What, what's the logical reason left? Yeah, well, I mean, like, the initial ones, a lot of it was all of the, like, yeah, sort of connect bundled, always online stuff, which is just kind of creepy, big brotherish, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that has essentially gone away. You've got to give some credit to Microsoft for realizing they were going completely down the wrong path. Um, but still, I mean, I would like I would say I'm I'm a guy who's basically console agnostic. Like throughout the generations I've bought a variety of consoles. Mm, like mm. I started can I started Sega, but then I kinda of moved Nintendo, I didn't buy a Saturn, I bought an N sixty four. Um Judas. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I've, I've done many Judas. Like this generation I didn't buy a Wii, I bought an Xbox three sixty, even though I've had Nintendo consoles before. So yeah. like I'll go wherever seems to be the best place to get the games I want to play. Mm. Um and I mean, yeah. The, so the Xbox uh, One is more expensive and seems to be, if anything, less powerful. And at the start of the previous generation, 
the 360 did have quite a lot of good games which the PlayStation 3 lacked. Towards the second half of this generation, I think Sony's had much stronger showing, yeah. and it looks like that's the way the wind is blowing. That the Xbox One is probably going to have all of the multi-platform games, and the few exclusive it puts out don't seem to be stuff that will appeal to me. Whereas the PlayStation will have all of the multi-platform games as well. If anything, now it might have the better versions of them, being mm. a more powerful console. Um, and again, in the last few years, Sony has put out the better exclusives by quite a significant degree. So probably going to get better content, and it's cheaper for buying the multi-platform stuff. Um, it would be maybe more of a decision if the Xbox didn't come on with Connect and was the same price, but it does. So, you know, there is that extra £80 or 100 bucks if you're in the States difference, which I just don't see any justification for. Um, and... I, I preferred the Xbox 360 pad to the PlayStation 3 one, but by all accounts, the PlayStation 4 pad has been getting great reviews and saying it's really nice, whereas the Xbox One pad, a lot of people are saying it's a back step from the 360 one. Right. So pad is quite a big deal in how you're controlling your game. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that seems another reason to go with PlayStation 4, so kind of that's my thinking. Okay. I, uh, I just don't like the look of it to be. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, an ugly beast as well. Yeah, it's it's really hideous. Like it looks like a VCR. I much happily, I much prefer to have a VCR sat in front of my television. Yeah, yeah that's what it's one. At least I can watch some old school videotapes and I get some nostalgia from it. But the Xbox One, I just like. What am I going to get from this big bulk of a machine? Like as you said, it's not particularly as powerful. It, mm. It's like. Looking at comparison videos, I watched a few comparison videos of Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty and they look pretty much identical like they were saying in the when you like the fact that, that obviously the PS4 runs certain games at 1080p whereas the Xbox One is running at 720 obviously you're not going to notice that until you go over your 50 inch screen television yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that so that doesn't really matter so much to me but I just I just don't know I like, I was see I'm a person that's gotten every, whenever consoles come out I always had all of them so I always had I would never necessarily have them all at the same time. Like, I had a Mega Drive, and then a few years later, I got a, a Nintendo, a SNES, and then I got a 64, and I had a Saturn at the same time. I had um, like a PlayStation 2, and the Xbox, and a GameCube. I had a Dreamcast. I had I literally I've had mm -hmm. every single console, and I will buy them all and happily have them. And like now I've got... Well, I haven't got a 360 because it died, as all 360s tend to do, and I need to buy a new one. I just haven't brought myself to doing it. But I need to get one for The Witcher too. But um, I, I want to get. I do at some point want to have the Xbox One right. when it's cheap. Mm. I'll buy it. It'll be like for me. It'll be like buying a Wii. When I bought my attitude to buying a Wii is when I can find it for like forty quid at the moment. It's like sixty. When it hits forty, I'll, I'll invest into mm. into a Wii. But yeah. I just don't know. There's nothing about the Xbox One that's drawing me in because I think their biggest selling point is the whole social aspect. And I'm not a big social gamer. I, I no. will play. I'll do, go to my friend's house and put a fighting game on and play a fighting game with someone I'll play a racing game with someone uh, predominantly my brother but online I just I don't care about going on Skype on my computer I don't have any interest I'm not I don't have Netflix I don't have um love film I don't you can use all those through like your current Playstation yeah, 3 exactly I can so do all of that 
And then the whole game, like when they talk about, um, what's the other selling point that they were having? I didn't even really watch their presentation. It was so boring. Um, they were, they were, uh, there were some other aspects about it, but there was nothing about it I watched and I saw and I thought, I'm, I'm getting this. Whereas, and then also, so as you were saying, Bane, it comes down to content. I know the content is going to be better on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Me, I could be wrong. I could turn around and like Xbox could come out, and Microsoft could come out next week and just say, "Guess what we're getting?" And they say, "Like, oh, we're getting Zone of the Enders free." And then I'll be like, "Shit, I need an Xbox One because yeah. <laughs> I need to play Zone of the." But I know that that's more than likely something that will come out on the PlayStation if it does come out. Yeah, because Konami and PlayStation have always been like bum bum pals. But like, I, I don't know. what I, I just don't. As I said, I, like I was saying before, content is what I think gaming is about. And if we're going content, I'm going to go PlayStation. Mm. And I've always been a PS person. Prefer- I've always preferred a PlayStation. I think on my Xbox, I've got about 15 games. On my PlayStation 2, I've got about like 80 or 90 games still sitting there on my shelf. So like, I just think I'm more centered towards the PlayStation. And as you said, then price is a big flipping issue. I'm never going to use the Kinect. No. I don't need to tell my console to turn on. I can press a button. Like I still have a, a movable thumb. I still have fingers. If I lost my arms in a war, then by <laughs> all means, I would go and get myself an Xbox One, and I could like I could move and play games with my limbs, like my my, my half arms, and that would be cool. But <laughs> until that day comes, yeah, what, what about this uh, swearing sensor? I saw that. And I was that was hilarious. They they you basically banned some guys for playing. Uh, Xbox Live because they were swearing in videos that they uploaded or they were swearing over Skype and it right. banned them from going online. The latest NBA like game. In their own private Skype chat as well, they were swearing and it banned them. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah they That's were banned. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> the latest NBA game, if you right. swear during the game, you get a technical foul for swearing. As in, you've sworn in real life and it's penalising you for it in the game. What's that about? Extrapolate this onto Dark Souls. Where are we <laughs> going, man? Exactly. I would, I would be, I would get banned from. It's so I console bans like, all yeah, the forward. time when it comes to when it comes to Dark Souls. I've sworn. I don't. I think I've. If I had a swear jar, I'd be stank rich. There, <laughs> there, there is a line. There is a line. You can recognise that a feature is cool. It's quite cool that if you swear in NBA, you get a technical fault because you've sworn. But. It's not a functional feature. But can you turn that feature on or off? I don't, I don't know. See, if you can turn it off, then that's fair dues. I can understand yeah. someone wants to play... You want, but they need well, like, then. Maybe for like a public game where you could be teamed up with any random yeah, foe, exactly. maybe. That makes if sense. you can turn it off for like, I'm playing a private game with somebody on my yeah. friends list or whatever, and we can care about that. Yeah. But that's the thing, you don't want the way that you're conducting yourself in real life to affect your game world. I think that's a line that I would draw personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah. That's that's. Like they'll say, oh, you're 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 a bit overweight. Um, yeah, your character's gonna have three minus points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, telling you to clean up your room yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. That place is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna play this game until you clean yeah. your room. <laughs> no, I, I don't want that. Like, you turn on the TV, you turn on your console. You just want to play your game. It's about being in the game world. You don't want such convergence between mm. your outside and your inside game world. Um, but yeah, let's tackle. Well, what was your? You didn't actually answer. Oh, I'm really about the Xbox <sighs> instead of the PlayStation. You've covered most of it. I think going by their presentations, you had, and I think it speaks to what you were saying, Nate, about content 
and PlayStation 4 have a stronger content. I think the presentations really spoke to that. Xbox presentations were almost entirely feature-centric, as we have X, Y, and Z feature. Uh, we can watch this, do that, do whatever you want, but play games. Uh, PS4, on the other hand, granted their presentations were more of a tech demo than a screed of games that you were going to be able to play, but what really spoke was the amount of developers they had coming out one after the other and mm-hmm. saying PlayStation 4 is great to work with, We've, you know, that this console is developer-centric. That, to me, is a good thing. That me- That's your content creators speaking, and they're saying we like working for this machine whether they were paid off to do so, I don't know. But the fact that Sony had even so they paid them off, they yeah. like realised this is the kind of people we need to pay off. Yeah, yeah so they, they know the game they're going in the right And direction. this is our corporate message. Yeah. It's about content, <laughs> you know, it's not about Skype or Love Film or Netflix or NFL. It's about games and game developers, and that's a strong message. Plus, there's just Sony brand loyalty and I'm personally stunned. I think it's. I still think it's absolutely unacceptable what happened with the 360. It's right. Yes. Yeah. The fact that everyone in this room bought one and everyone had one broken, and it's not just us. It's pretty much everyone yeah. we know who bought. I don't know yeah. a single person who bought a 360 and has that 360 to this day. No. no. Every single one broke, and to me, that's <laughs> that's terrible. I mean, jeez. Like, can you think of anything else where I can't have that same console that had no failure rate like that, or no. any piece of equipment in like, general? Yeah, right. if you if a tire on a car, well, yeah, if it a tire could come blow, and that car, that tire would be just taken off the shelf. Or well, well, like iPods used to, didn't they? Like early iPods, they seemed to just die after a year or two. They did, but again, there's this part of business strategy. It's something yeah. you have to question. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that's right though. Like, yeah, something to buy. No, no, no. <laughs> it is as well, it is. But I mean, it's it's about that sheep mentality to a certain mm. extent. Like, it, it, I think Xbox has that to a degree. Um, in the same way that like Apple is a strong company and they have people who are just like, oh, well, you just have to have Apple products, otherwise you're not one of the cool kids. Mm. Um, which is why they have fucking imbeciles queuing up outside their shop for the latest product release. And they're going to be bemoaning that very same product when the next one comes out and saying, I'm queuing up for this one because it's better and it's the latest and greatest. It's just the, like, who's the biggest competition, basically, rolled out across technology. Mm-hmm. But Xbox, I think, had a similar thing. It has that very loyal fan base who were like, yeah, my Xbox broke, but Xbox Live's so good. And so, uh, to me, nothing forgives it. Uh, Microsoft is a strong company, which is why they can survive something like that. Any other company starting in a business, that, to use a parallel, 360 was their second console. Mm. If Nintendo or Sega had released a second console that so catastrophically failed, you can bet your money there's not going to be a third. Mm-hmm. Microsoft got away with it because yeah. of the money they got. I mean, I still say to their credit, they released the shoddy product, but they did react to it quite well. Like, I had two Xboxes fail, but I haven't had to buy another one. They yeah. did replace them, and they were quite... They ran an efficient service when they did it. They so they, they did as well as they could, having made that initial epic screw-up. Yeah. But... Like it still stands, obviously. But and having been stung by that, it's yeah. not a brand that I'm going to rush out and mm-hmm. embrace. No, not straight away because I, I still have very like, doubtful attitudes towards what, what's going to happen with this one. Yeah. I am sort of waiting to see what will 
take place. We're both consoles, because in fairness, I did, my PlayStation did die on me. Yeah. After years, I did have it for like three years, I think, before it died, whereas I had my Xbox for eight months, and then it died, and then I got a replacement, and then I died within six months, and I got a replacement, and then I died, and since then I've just yeah. been <laughs> fixing that replacement. I, I used yeah. that whole two pins in the back to stop the fan make it rework and then it stopped working <laughs> and it worked for about a year I kept on doing that shit until the console actually just died on me and the graphics got screwed and the graphic card just got screwed you smell it bro because it's without the fan yeah, yeah. What, everything looks funky like, I thought I was playing Assassin's Creed 3 and I thought yeah this is cool and then all of a sudden I thought hold on a minute should it look like this <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like in game graphics but it was just screwed up that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't have to break out the Meccano to keep the <laughs> console running. You know, it's just work. It, like I said, to me, the, the word is catastrophic. 360 was catastrophic. Like it does have a massively strong fan base. More power to it for that. But I can't live in ignorance of how broken that machine was. Just to the fact that every single person I know had their break. And I don't know anything else like that. Like a brand of car any brand of electronics like if you had some people release a laptop literally every single person you knew had one that broke with the same fairly rate it's like those people that's something businesses can't really come back from. but Microsoft are lucky because they still have the PC thing which is a tidy segue because that's something I think needs to be tackled next gen the viability of PC as a contender because it seems to me that consoles are just moving in that direction yeah they're just becoming uh, like high end PCs essentially yeah I mean it used to be to me that you have your console and you have your PC and the difference was a console was something you'd go up to put a game in press that power button and you're gone it, that's it you're in the game it's done go in you're running um, PC was a bit more involved as in you know you had to deal with your OS and everything first but is that now not what we have with the yeah, same, mm-hmm. same thing. Now. You start it up, you don't run automatically into the game, there's an option to do it. Even even my 3DS won't do that. Yeah, like yeah. It won't go straight into the game, even like handhelds have gone to the point where it will at least want to show you an operating system when you go into it. And now everyone's talking about share, uh, internet functionality, and you start to think, oh, this is just PC features, and PC is probably in the long run going to end up cheaper. Um, mm-hmm. When you factor in the price of games, when you're looking at like currently, you know, mid to late forty pounds for a game on the next gen, versus you know twenty five thirty on a PC, and subscription based online gaming versus just standard online gaming where you just pay for your internet connection on PC. But see, I'm, I've never been a PC gamer purely because I can't do keyboard and mouse. Well, there we go. That's another thing I that's changed do. now. But yeah, you can do, con- you can do controls. Yeah, they are moving more towards... They've got USB cords and they tend to function pretty much the same. But, my, my, but I don't know, in regards to trading, how does trading work with, with the PC game? Because I, I know that some people can't... Be able to yeah, you can't trade them. Mm. Well, it depends on which direction you're going because, again, the trend is going in the direction of downloading. Yeah. Like, if you're running Steam, which most people would choose to do, then you're going to be downloading your game at a pretty reduced price. And if you're looking at market value, well, you're only going to be trading against market value. You're getting slightly less than the market value of the game. So, in the same way that we all end up lumped with some game, mine at the moment would be something like Sniper Ghost Warrior, 
which you buy for three pounds, and you're just yeah, like, well, stuck there now. <laughs> what am I going to do? Go trade this for fifty pence of retail value? No, I may as well just keep it and you know use it as a coaster or something. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's the same if you're looking at that kind of economy on PC when you like wait for the Steam sale and you get Max Payne three for like three ninety nine. Mm. It's just like if I'd bought that for my console, I wouldn't be trading it anyway because I'm not going to trade against the retail value for three ninety nine. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's true. But you see, I, I think that but at the same time, people without insulting anybody. In my experience, people are stupid when it comes to these next-gen consoles because, like, I've had conversations with people and every, pretty much everybody I've spoken to about it, like I was saying earlier, they've all said the reason why they love it is because the graphics are better. Not that much better. Yeah. Mm. I think this is the least impressive graphical jump yeah. it's been from any console. It's just cleaner. And yeah. it's, it's just... It's, it's just cleaner, but it's sharper, yeah. maybe better frame rate. Yeah, better frame rate. I think frame rate is the best thing it's improved on. Yeah. It's the frame rate. The frame rate improvement does make it yeah, smoother. It nice. It's a smoother yeah. um, transition for, for a game. But... People keep talking about this whole, like, as I said, like before the convergence, this, this whole ability to search the internet at the same time, and and oh, I can I can share the video, and I can um, I can go and watch a film, and I can Skype people, and I can do this, and I can do that, and I just but we all, everybody, anybody who has a games console, anyone who's going to buy a PlayStation Four or an Xbox One, I'm assuming you have a PC or a Mac. Yeah. I'm assuming you must. There's no way you've got that and you don't have a PC or a Mac. Like that's just, if you do, then you need to rework your life. <laughs> to me, those things are more important and more valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, then you, 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 and then you've probably also got a smartphone. You've probably also got a tablet. So you've, you're going to be doing those things on that. And then that's where the argument of a PC comes in. Because if I, if I have a PC anyway and all I have to really do is improve the graphics card, improve my RAM, and I can pay with a control pad, I'd much happily do that. I wouldn't mind doing that. Obviously, there's the whole argument of, oh, you have your friends, you can't necessarily play against your friends because they've got a PlayStation or they've got an Xbox and you want to play with people. Obviously, you know, I'm, I, that's biased to some extent. Everyone wants to play COD. So everyone wants to jump yeah. on and play COD or play FIFA with their friends. So then you, you have to have the same console. I understand that argument of it, but... At the same time, I think that the PC will in the, give it six months to a, to a year. Play, like, the PC is going to yet again surpass these next generation of yeah. consoles. We're really talking about it, like the large polygon colliders and 4K resolution. But to me, I've got to start asking questions because I'm just like, which developer is going to spend time on textures that live up to 4K resolution? Is it worth it? Is there a notable payoff for saying, like, this game is 4K ready? I'm not sure. No, not really. Not <laughs> fake quid. <laughs> it's not worth the effort. It's going to take so much time. and I mean, someone will do it just as a pride piece in the same way that someone did Crisis. Mm. All PCs that had yet to be invented, you know, uh, just pushing the envelope of performance. And it's interesting to see because it's sort of a glimpse of where we're going to get eventually. We'll catch up to that point. But right now, yeah, I can't see anyone, any developer saying we're going to to 4K resolution like how many people have a 4K display you know mm. not many um, but yeah it's, it's a direction that things are heading but I just think with all the um, the online enabled features there's just more and more of a closeness between consoles and PC gaming but then PC gaming has always been the pinnacle of gaming hasn't it you yeah. always see you always see people say oh this is amazing on the on PlayStation 3 but it's absolutely 
PC. Yeah. Like, well, it's always been what people have aspired to. Yeah. I've always looked at games like I looked at that um, Stalker game when I was back uh, a few years back. Yeah. And I remember looking at that thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I could play that. I remember seeing Crisis when it first came out because, oh, I wish I could play Crisis. But I just never had a PC that was strong enough. And I couldn't be bothered to go and get one that was strong enough because there is also that argument of you buy a PC, you upgrade a PC, you're just going to have to go and upgrade it very soon. Well, that's yes. like saying it, like that. I think is the bastion of consoles. Well, Pat, frankly, that's why I'm not considering jumping on the PC gaming bandwagon. Is because you buy a console and then it's a static thing for however the life cycle. I mean, like what the 360 probably had the longest run of any console I can think of like as a mainstream console since 2005 it came out and it's not till 2013 its predecessors come out like that's a long period of time where all you need to have to play a lot of games obviously not all of them but uh, like still have a reasonable schedule of new good big budget low budget all sorts of games coming out like you just needed this one box or three four, boxes four, yeah. <laughs> um, to replace the ones that are broken. Quite a few boxes, but the yeah. principle behind it, though, is that like you buy your Xbox or your PlayStation, you plug it in, and then like you just don't need to think about the tech, like the arms race. Whereas PC, even if you do buy, if you bought a top end PC in two thousand and five, um, yeah, you can play everything then. Come two thousand and thirteen, I reckon still even like games that would run on your Xbox 360 won't run on your PC because when you're making a game for the PC you don't have to work within the confines of seven, eight year old technology so you build it to something that's a bit more modern then if you're a PC gamer who is into upgrading your machine that's cool because you're ready for it if you're more casual about that and just don't want to dip your toes into it you can stick with your home console and I think even though in a lot of ways, home consoles are going in PC directions. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but PCs have loads of cool features. Yeah, it's true. But the benefit of them is they are a piece of static technology that you just mm. don't need to think about changing again for well, six, seven, whatever it is years. There is a degree of flexibility with PC, as I remember you telling me, that you would run Guild Wars on lower settings, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may not have a machine that can technically handle it at the cutting edge, but you can still run the game if you give it a little tweak. And that's the flexibility that you wouldn't have on consoles, for example. Yeah. Um, but say, like, my PC just, like, couldn't run Guild Wars 2, let's say. Yeah. So, yeah, it only runs so far. Again, like, yeah. I just thought, like, trying to get buying a new PC game and trying to run it on a PC from seven or eight years ago, it's going to struggle. Whereas you can still buy, I don't know, like, well, like Tomb Raider this year. Like, that was a really, really good, nice-looking game that ran pretty damn well on my Xbox 360, yeah. which is eight odd years old. Like, you're just not really going to get that no, you with PC. Yeah, because they're optimised for the console. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you can get the... If you run Tomb Raider on a top-end PC, it will look a hell of a lot nicer than your Xbox 360 version. But... If you're a dedicated PC gamer, you've got to keep the arms race. And if you're cool for that, then no problem. But a lot of people, including myself, just couldn't be bothered with that. Yeah. I want to keep it a bit simpler. I think there'd be a lot of other people like that who just like roll with a console because it keeps things simple. So do you reckon it may be a factor pushing ahead into internet usability on next gen? think the consoles are potentially chasing the MMO buck. I could totally see MMOs mm-hmm. going to consoles. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I don't think well, they've already said Warcraft is, isn't it? They, 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 they reveal that. The PlayStation reveal that Warcraft. Oh, okay. I swear the guy from Warcraft came on stage. Well, the guy from Blizzard did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Blizzard did. And he was talking about working in Collegian. And everyone was. I don't think they specifically said that they're going to do Warcraft. But they. They pretty much hinted at it. From what I gathered, anyway, I could be completely wrong. But from what I gathered, they hinted at the fact that they're going to be doing it. Which. Uh, it's. The way that I'd be happy to go in, to some extent, I'm not really that bothered, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I think that those things kind of eat your life away. I have a life. I think of what, where it depends, like, a lot of um, next-gen games seem to be chasing some kind of MMO shooter. Like, yeah. Isn't that what Destiny seems to be? Yeah, 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 yeah. others knocking around. Yeah. Um, literally something like Warcraft does seem to just work better with a keyboard and mouse, frankly. So, hey, you could do World of Warcraft on consoles, I reckon, these days. You've got the online infrastructure for it. I mean, whether it be a good friend, we had Diablo, right? Which True, but that's, like, instance, only a few players. It's yeah. not like a Warcraft-style MMO. Um, but you could, you could do World of Warcraft, I'm pretty sure, on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Whether they'd be a good fit for that kind of device, as in like a sit down on your couch with a control pad in your hands, yeah, you'd have to make a lot of changes to it and compromises, I think, to get it to work. So that would therefore work better on PC. Whereas a shooter, like they work perfectly well on consoles, yeah. So you could get that and combine it with the joined up MMO world. It's I can a, see why lots of people are chasing that. It is a long catch up game though, because just now with Battlefield 4 they're running on consoles now it was a selling point that you can have the whatever it is 60 player matches now on oh, that's only next gen isn't it yeah you yeah. can only do that on next gen now that's something that PC was doing 10 over 10 years ago yeah. with Battlefield 2 was the same team sizes and again you're not talking about the same graphical appearance but it was still top end graphics for the time mm. Um, and it was something that just was a PC functionality. You weren't going to get anywhere close on consoles. So perhaps next-gen consoles have to go through the teething stages of MMOs as well to find a good fit. Like, you know, go way back to Ultima, things that you yeah, have experienced. So, you know, they're called those kind of proto-games where it's like, this is the direction we're going. Take things online, multiple players, seeing, you know, it's going to have to work in a different way on consoles than it mm. would on a PC just so that the the gamer base can get used to how it works yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as I said like, when it comes to me I, 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 want, I wouldn't mind an MMO RPG like, to, to be on the next gen console mm. and I know they will do that like they even tried it when well, they've already got Elder Scrolls online that they're talking about which yeah. uh, that sounds interesting I yeah. enjoyed Elder Scrolls and I wouldn't mind playing it online but then even saying that I don't like I'm not a big fan of playing online in general. I don't, I, as a general rule of thumb, I will play online. Maybe it's because I don't have a set of people I play with mm. consistently. But I just don't have that necessity. I, I think that, that we, this is probably going into another conversation, but I think that we've taken, it, it's sort of sucked away from this whole community of gaming the way it used to be. It used to be just have your friends around, you sit down, you play a game. Yeah. And then now... 
it's just like, oh, I'll play online with these guys and I'll, I'll play with these strangers who I don't know and I'm now going to build friendships with. But in all honesty, I don't know shit about you. All I know is your online game. Like, I play with people online and I'm calling them by their online game name. And that <laughs> yeah. seems dumb. Like, I, I feel like a nerd. Like, I'm calling a guy that's a stupid name. Like, if a guy will say, kiss the baby, X. Hey, kiss the baby. Like, I'm not calling <laughs> you kiss the fucking baby. <laughs> it just seems dumb to me. So I'm not a big... I'm not a huge online fan. I think that's... That's the hugest, big, like the, the, the hugest, biggest. That's the like the biggest selling point when it comes to next gen is this whole online aspect of it. And I'm just not, I'm not for it personally. I'm, I'm just not about it. I just don't care for it. All I care about is give me a good game that I can play and enjoy it on my own. And when a friend comes around, I can put two player or I can do co op throughout the whole story, like Army of mm-hmm. Two. Even though the game sort of sucked. Same with Kane and Lynch sort of stuff. I enjoyed well, that. Like Gears or something. Like, that was yeah, Gears was amazing. Co-op. That yeah. was an amazing co-op. That's why I loved it. Because it was the co-op. I played that game purely for co-op. Halo 1, Halo 2. I played it purely for co-op. Halo 3, not so much. It sucks. But, like, there, there's... Oh, was it? No, there's a few games that play, like, cool co-op in that sense. The same thing we were saying, like, Metal Gear Solid 5 has that online co-op. Mm, well, oh my crazy. lord, I will but that will be the end of my relationship. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure I will no longer have a missing Mary Mill here. I'm gonna become one of those guys who ends up dead in front of a screen. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows. Like, I forgot to get up and drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be there. But okay, so addressing brass tax. Mm. Brass tax. How much you pay for an Xbox One? What do you get? How much you pay for a PlayStation Four? What do you get? Now it seems the only difference is Connect. Mm. Um, that's why you've got the higher price bracket for the Xbox One. Now you, you can nickel and dime the difference between performance. Seems like it's much of a muchness. Now I've heard uh, when running comparisons between Call of Duty Ghosts that you have native 1080 on a PlayStation Four whereas upscaled 720 on Xbox, so you'd seem to give that one to the PlayStation 4, but then there were also reports that you'd get frame drops on the PS4 because it's running at native 70. Mm. So, again, let's say graphically, much of a much. Yeah, again, and like, unless you have a humongous TV, you're not going to yeah. notice that much. So the difference so is not that big a deal. Connect. Yeah. And the agenda that comes with it. That hidden agenda that everybody knows. Well, let's just take it aside for a second because I know you guys have seen the Amazon uh, drone delivery service that they're talking about now. Mm. Come on. (laughs) Let's let's have some real talk here because is that not potentially a part of the observation agenda? Oh, totally. If you've got, you know, if you populate the skies with delivery drones and everyone just gets used to drones being in the sky as a fact of life, who's to say which ones have cameras on them or yeah, not? You mm-hmm. know, um, in the same way that they are implementing Connect and the way that Microsoft initially came out with it. The was original idea was to even use your Xbox Connect has to be always always in, on, and you have to be always online and that you had to turn it on once every 24 hours for it to update. Yeah, yeah. Now that is insidious as fuck, if you ask me. Um, and it's been known since, you know, the uh, Edward Snowden case and all that, and then yeah, stuff yeah. that came out with it, that Microsoft were an involved party, as were people like Google. 
Um, no, I, I don't care. I got, <laughs> I got yeah, nothing to nothing hide. At but at the same time, but at the same time, is it something you want to support? Yeah, 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 you know, you ask yourself that question. Um, if it's not particularly something that I'm reaping benefits from, as you said, Nate, like I don't really care about playing games with Connect. Mm. Um, not something I'm into. It didn't really do anything on this current generation. So no, why they no. think it's something that should be forced into the next generation? I don't know. It's a pointless. It's a pointless addition. In all honesty, I thought when I first of all heard about it, like when I worked for Sony, and I was like um, doing the sales work for them, and I was going around showing the move. And then I was I played the Connect, and I was like, this this is like this is okay. I played that Dance Central game. And I was like, this is. It's alright, I can yeah. dance. But I was outside. It was like being in an arcade and playing um, that that dance. Yeah, mm. like, that that was it was cool doing it there. I'm not gonna turn it on in my house no. and yeah. dance around like a plonk like that. Just I'd feel like an idiot. But and even then, I, they don't implement it into a game. I don't think there is a way of implementing it into a game in a way I would want to. Like the mm. way that they talk about that whole what, what's that thing called the um, Oculus Rift. Oh yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. in the game. Like that mm-hmm. to me is, is cool. Even that I can't implement unless you put me on like a, 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 a spherical um, treadmill, no, treadmill <laughs> like where I walk around and as I'm walking, it's yeah. moving in all directions, and I'm not gonna just bash into shit in my house. Like that would be cool. I'd really dig that. That would be really amazing. I I would invest money into playing like a shooter along those lines. Like even something like that that new game that they um, showed at VGX. Uh, yesterday, like No Man's Sky, which is like essentially you're a space pilot and you can just go anywhere in this universe and it's seamless. There is no loading times. You just get right, in a right, ship, right. you just fly into space, you fly to another planet, land to do some stuff there. That, if I could do that, and there was like a seat, and I could sit in the seat where yeah, I was yeah, actually yeah, in the yeah, spaceship, yeah. that would be the best. Go- I would, yeah, again, my relationship would be over <laughs> because I would not do it. I would, if I had kids, they'd starve. <laughs> I, just, I don't think I'd do anything else. But, but it's... Uh, but it, think, coming back to what you said, you look at Connect and all in all, as a logical operator, you say it's pointless. Hmm. So for you, like us as hardcore gamers, yeah. it just means yeah. nothing. Yeah. Well, for the most part, let's, let's be Even honest. casual gamers. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what, you, do you necessitate voice commands when you're holding a controller? <laughs> yeah. Like, it seems like... So if you assume that logically it's pointless, the next question is, what is the point? Why are they including it? And then you've got to get back to the agenda. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, PS4 is a choice of freedom. And uh, Xbox One is for Big Brother, Nanny State, how computer in your house, heartbeat sensor, come to get you. Stop destroying that. Okay, so where do we also we all stand in agreement with this next gen debate of pretty much fuck Xbox, like fuck the Xbox One, pretty right? much, yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's just it's irrelevant. Forget Xbox. I mean, it, it. I think it's a case of buy a PS4, but when do you buy a PS4? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the question. But well, X- which one do you buy? Just when do you buy your PlayStation Four? As it stands at the moment. Yeah, Xbox falls into the flame. 